Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Slacker and Steve. So we need to talk to people who've got to quit their job in a blaze of glory. Blaze of glory. Um, somebody got fired from a coffee shop Roar. and then fired up over... Espresso shots. Did anybody see this video? Yeah, it's wild. So I didn't click. I just saw some of the stills from it. So she lost her. She lost it and was like trying to beat up. I don't know if that was her manager. She got fired in the video? Well, fired and then had enough reaction that someone was like, I'm going to film. Okay. And then it just kept going. It turned into a full on brawl like in the Atlanta airport. Other people got picking up chairs. Because it's like. If you've ever been to a Starbucks in the airport, there's sort of just in the middle, and there's always like 400 addicts waiting in line. Okay. I've been one of them. Yeah. They're all shaking. And just like, well, come on, come on, come on. We're all tense. Yeah. We know we're getting on a plane, and it's like, Whoa. and something went wrong, and she lost, like, managers had to step in and try to hold the one employee back from attacking the other. They grabbed a chair, tried to throw it. She was like thrown to the ground. What? It was insane. <laughs> Atlanta's an international airport too, isn't it? Cool. Right. So we have all these international travelers <laughs> like, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> Infidels. <laughs> when we get fired, we take it like mad. <laughs> like, the- what accents were those? <laughs> I don't know. Both of you. I was going vague. <laughs> Just- Mission accomplished. Some, somewhere in those countries. Yeah. Careful. <laughs> um, when I think of Blaze of Glory, I always think of like when Jerry Maguire got fired. Oh yeah. You like you make a huge speech Production. in the yes. middle of your office and go, "Who's coming with me?" <laughs> and you steal the goldfish, or you right? Yeah, yeah, oh I've, yeah. I've, like if you didn't quit in a Blaze of Glory, you stole in a Blaze of Glory. <laughs> Did you steal the Taco John's <laughs> pep the powder before or after you'd been fired? I don't. I think it was after because <laughs> she was. I got fired, uh, asked to leave, and I think that's when I did my last swing through and grab. Band, and grab yeah, you just got to grab, arms like, grab things on and, your way out. Yeah, and then she just let me just go. We just gonna get out of here. There was an employee here, and we <laughs> tell this story. If you've listened to the show long enough, you've heard the story. But it, was, it is one of my favorite Blaze of Glory stories. This guy was in charge. If you don't know what imaging is on the radio station, it's you're hearing music. 
you're sometimes hearing commercials, you're sometimes hearing us. It's the other thing. It's like the that. It's like the station voice. Yeah. All those things. He was in charge of all that. So he had access to those files that he had created. All of them. But he also was in charge of putting in a lot of the commercials. Yeah. So they fired him. If you haven't been fired in radio, you don't really work in radio. I don't like you saying that. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> We're here to change that. You ain't crap in radio unless I, you've been fired. I've only been fired the one time. Me too. But it was it was bad. Yeah. I mean, my blaze of glory was I just went and told my story to Rocky Mountain News, Denver Post. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I did. I was the like, whole city I called Penny up. Parker and I'm yes. like, Penny, I just got fired. She's like, what? <laughs> Wrote a story and then it was like, it blew up the phone lines at the radio station. So much they, so. They had to hire me back. Great. <laughs> Noted. Because like Greg and Bo would try to do like, okay, what was the weirdest thing you shoplifted? And they got line one. Like Tim is like, bring soccer back. Bring. It's like blaze, I blazed the glory that's so hard they brought me back. They had. Long story longer. Dude who got fired, who was in charge of the imaging and commercials, was like, I'm bouncing. I'm out. He left. And as he left the building, we all started noticing, wait. There's no slacker and Steve no. in the system. Right. There's no commercials no. in the system. <laughs> he, he deleted everything <sighs> and walked out. Yes, just quietly slipped on out. And, then and they had given him a severance check That's right. for a huge chunk of change. And they immediately called the bank and said, cancel the check. That's right. So he tried to go to the bank to cash his check, and it was like, no. So he called, and was like, what the hell? And they're like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately sure, for him, <laughs> he backed it all up on a DVD before Lucky he Lucky for everybody involved. So they made him come back in, put everything back in, uh, and then they gave him his check. Yes. <laughs> the but most that... sheepish come back in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so if you quit big, quit if you did, big, yeah. if you did, if you went out in a blaze of glory, we want to hear what you did. 303-222-5423 or text in at 51059. Anybody in this room do it? I've never even quit a job. You've only been fired. It's smart. No, I've never been fired either. <laughs> How did you want to? I don't know. <laughs> I've never even been interviewed. I don't know how I get to places. <laughs> How did you get here? I don't know. Drunk? Do you have a badge? No. It was drunk. Remember? Yeah. A little, yeah. Didn't somebody... I just read the headline of this thing, but I, read, I don't know if this is the same story, but didn't somebody write a resignation letter on a cake? Yes. I do. Like legit, you know, it's the, it's the thing that I hate the most about working in an office, and it's even in the movie Office Space where they force everybody oh, corral yeah. into this room yeah. and let's all eat cake together and pretend we're a team. <laughs> <laughs> this person wrote like, I hate this point. Like they wrote their resignation on the cake. It was like everybody came in. It was for a like giant letter. Giant letter on there. Like they wrote because I mean, you know, the bakeries now will write whatever you want. They can put your face on the cake. So why couldn't they put your Marzipan, resignation? Yeah. yeah. So like the boss comes in. is like, what's the cake say? Are we celebrating Timmy's birthday? Oh. And I was like, no. I was like, you're a piece of hell. <laughs> <laughs> this company's mismanaged. How I get his cake? Died in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they went out in a place of Yeah, you got to respect that. Um, so, oh, and the other one that I always remember, sorry to just keep, like, was it somebody here? They changed our... So Things happen here a lot, huh? So Well, it's because like, it was like the receptionist. So when we're not here... 
Like in, when you call the main oh, number, yeah, you get like, yes. a, thank you for calling Odyssey Denver. Our office hours are from blah, blah, blah. Yes. And like the receptionist was the only one who knew the four digit code That's right. to change the outgoing <laughs> message. So she changed the outgoing message to, thank you for calling Odyssey, the place that sucks, but. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I hate this place. They should all die in a fire. Then she changed the code. You guys oh, no. And then she back. That was brilliant on her spot. So we had to fly the phone company in (laughs) to reset the machine so we could leave a nice message. So if you called the radio station for like a two-week period, it was her going, screw you! She was brilliant. That's so good. To the point where you want to hire her back. Yeah, it's like, you're smarter than all of us. If you would have shown this kind of forward thinking. All right, if you went out in a blaze of glory, we want to hear your story. 303-222-5423. Slacker and Steve. We've never got to quit our jobs in a huge, terrible blaze of glory. Right. But but hopefully you have. Yes. And you want to tell us your story. Uh, Danielle? Yeah. Blaze of glory. What'd you do? Uh, I was feeling sick and my boss wouldn't let me go leave the floor to throw up. And so I just threw up on my boss and said, I quit. (laughs) Yeah. You literally, like, aim for him? Uh, it wasn't, like, a projectile, like the exorcist, but it was pretty pretty close. Good for you. Was it a lot? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Nice. So you just decided. You got the hit. That's your way. Yeah, he accepted your resignation readily, right? It was like, yep, you can go. He had a blot yeah, out of his suit jacket. But he was, uh, yeah. It was really gross, but it was an ice, I was working at an ice cream shop. I won't say the name of it, but. Oh. It was, it was yeah. So Baskin you barfed in the area of the food? <laughs> you got to shut yeah. down when you do that. <laughs> Yeah, you just oh, wrecked Baskin Robbins. Right. No, do not say names. Now you have to name all other ice cream places. So, um, all right. So, are you a legend now? Like yeah. in your, you're a hero. In the town, everybody. people go, "That's the girl equipped with barf." Uh, well, people thought I was pretty nasty for like a year, but then after that, yeah, yeah, you're legendary. You're a hero. That's, a, that's way to go. All right, thank you, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blaze of Glory. What'd you do? All right, so I was I, I made plans and attempts to go on. Well, I did it the right way, you know. I, I put in for my PTO to go on a vacation, and my boss decided that they weren't going to approve it. And I mean, we discussed it. I talked about it. Everybody in the office knew we were going. Okay. I mean, that I was going. You know, me and my spouse, and I went. And, and and my boss called me, and I talked to them and, and told them that I would be in for my next shift, and I, I turned my phone off. So you just stopped going to work. You yeah, full yeah, on yeah, yeah. did an office space. You're just like, I'm, just, I'm not going to go anymore. Yeah, listen, I wasn't going to be back for my shift anyway, so I mean, Why even, I'm going to yeah. enjoy the beach, okay? I'm sorry. So did phone they off. fire you, or did you just never contact them again? Um, I think it was a mutual understanding that I wasn't coming back, and 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 I don't think he wanted me back. Once they saw your Insta photos of your toenails <laughs> in the sand, <laughs> they're yeah, she's done. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. All right, thank you, uh, Carson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Blaze of Glory, what'd you do? 
I worked at a donut shop that I'm going to not say. And I used to work in the mornings. It was awesome. And then the GM came in and he moved me to graveyard without like any notice. I had to like work that morning and then work that night. And then after a while there, I was like, I don't like this job. (laughs) So my last day, I didn't set up the store at all. (gasps) And it had the drive through lane, and I didn't help anyone for <gasps> hours. And it was wrapped around the building in, like, filled <laughs> parking lot. And the GM came in, and I said bye, and I clocked out and just left. Heck yeah. He didn't show up till you'd already let customers be angry for two hours? That guy's an idiot. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he deserved that. He did <laughs> Nobody. What if you're what, Steve? I just want you to know it's not a victimless crime. There well, are people needing their donut th- fix. They're all addicts. So <laughs> Thank you for the call, man. Uh, Tamika? Yay. Yay. Blaze of Glory, what happened to you? Uh, I used to work for this company on their night crew, and I was one of the only females on the crew, and I taught everybody, trained them how to become good throwers and everything else. Well, I had a manager who did not like me and refused to promote me to be the night crew foreman, and so I ended up taking his entire night crew with me when I left the store. (laughs) So one day you're like, I quit, and so does everyone else. Every single one of us. He had one person standing after I left, and it was a big store. So Good for you. Well played. (laughs) Thank you. you Uh, Cameron? Nice. Blaze of glory, what'd you do? Uh, so I used to work at a uh, trampoline park, and then they told me I was fired. I took all the walkie-talkies. They had the cleaning supplies, and I threw them in the foam pit. <laughs> okay. Not totally destructive. They will eventually Steve, right? find but them. Still, but you're going diving in the foam pit. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Charles. Hi, guys. Yeah. Blaze of glory, what happened? <laughs> Well, I've had a narcissistic employee that worked for me. I own a small business in uh, Longmont, Colorado. Go uh, hometown, baby! Yeah, yeah, you gotta love hometown Longmont. Or Schlongmont, should I say? Yes, sir. (laughs) Hey, so anyways, uh, this guy, he's, oh man, it's been rough. Uh, After six months of him working for me, we had 12 cops come in because of this guy stealing stuff from somewhere else. Anyways, it's been a narcissistic situation the whole time. Well, anyways, he's been threatening me lately, like, oh, I'm just good. I have other opportunities. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So then uh, two weeks later, he uh, says it again. And I was like, well, guess what? Let me get you a box. He's like, I think we should part ways. I'm like, let me get you a box. I took a brand new chair that we just bought, dumped it all on the ground. Here you go. Pack up your stuff. <laughs> Yeah. You blaze a gloried him. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, in front of in front of all the employees. I mean, it was just. I mean, the guy he's just uh, mean to everybody. He's just a toxic person. But it yeah. sounds like he's the kind of guy to maybe be waiting by your car. So I would just. Oh, I, never thought I of would that. walk out with friends for the next six, seven years. Good God, uh, Allison. Yai. Yai. Blaze of glory. What happened? So I worked for a large car dealership, and when they let me go, in my opinion, very unfairly, um, I went to the back, and I was their online um, salesperson, and I sent a bunch of very aggressive deals to some of my best customers so that they would go search elsewhere 
and not buy from that car dealership. Smart, well played. So you cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars. You cost it Elway, the dealership. <laughs> she never said <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. Yeah. He knows. Kind of. <laughs> he doesn't know. I got close. He watched Ratatouille one time. <laughs> I tried to Legitimately, retain. this man <laughs> pretends to have knowledge on things, and he's just like, what is that? Is that Chateau? It's like, don't start with something you saw on Sideways. Brioche is a bread. Oh, yeah, that. Whatever. We're doing a quick public service announcement. If you have spices, if you're a spice girl, mm. go through your spice cabinet because almost everything in there is probably expired. And something, are they inedible? Is it yeah, like drugs? They can kill you. They can't I don't, kill I think they're you. just bad. They like lose the flavor. And they turn back to poison. But do drugs get, because I have old drugs too. <gasps> Depends like, on what they are. Like pot Because I have like Percocet. Oh, yeah, that'll kill you for sure. Well, here's why. It loses its potency, then kills you. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't think the only reason if there's I one have, thing he does know about it would be drugs. <laughs> no, like, like, I'm just trying. Like I want everybody to know I'm not like a druggie, and the evidence is that I have old drugs because I don't like I have Percocet from like kidney stones like five years ago. Right. Because I'm like if I ever now I've kind of gotten used to the feeling of a kidney stone. But if there was ever a bad one, I'd want, I just want to know that I can walk to that cabinet and grab something. Right. I'm the same way. I have like some old oxy from when like yeah. I got my wisdom teeth taken no. out because I didn't like it. I don't. And it's I, just in the cabinet, just sitting there. But I think don't. it goes bad. Yeah, I think it bad. does. But what happens when it goes bad? I don't know. Because like wine, you lay wine down and it gets better and better and better. Some wines. Right. There's some wines that don't. Like you can't just go by Trader Joe's. They've got a great wine selection. Don't you dare. Brosif, let it go. They don't. No, they, they don't do. Have wine. They have, is that where Two Buck Chuck is from? I don't think so, but I don't know. Where is Charles Shaw from? I think Two Buck Chuck is from, it used to be, it's terrible. Charles I mean, Schwab? Charles Schwab, Shaw, Shaw, S-H-A-W. And oh. people called it Two Buck Chuck because it used to be $2 a bottle. Yeah. And it, you can kind of drink it and it kind of tastes like... It tastes like modified. You'd like it. It's like Welch's age. Perfect. Oh, yeah. it is Trader Joe's. Okay. <laughs> so people used to make fun of it. The reason it's so cheap is they don't use like it's they don't have people out in the fields picking grapes or whatever. Right. They have like a harvester. Yeah. So there's a certain number of bird parts and what like because this thing just like harvesting is right. like oh there's a bird in there ah well so like I'm getting hits of robin and <laughs> this, exactly. this wine and so that's why it's so cheap because the, the the labor cost to make it or whatever but you can't you don't lay two buck chuck down you don't go 21 years from now that is gonna be sublime it's gonna be with a woody finish it's pedantic on the front forest floor hints of raspberry it's like a six dollar bottle of right wine. you can't lay that down so this is what I'm asking though why if if wine ages then why doesn't why doesn't Percocet. It'd be awesome if it did. I know, but it just Because you know people who like them, right? Well, uh, she would come over <laughs> and, and she would faint, head right to the... Faint a reason to go here. Wouldn't even faint anymore. <laughs> right to the kitchen, right to the cabinet. Are you sure you don't need a root canal, Steve? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Okay, so but so my, I got to throw my Percocet out is what you're saying. Yeah, it's going to kill mm. you. Okay, then what else... Like, why do I have to throw my spices out? Like, what? they're not going to kill you. I don't I think spice... I think they just lose... Lose flavor, or they get a different flavor. Because somebody, there was like a post from somebody that said they followed their mom's apple pie recipe. Yes, to the core, they took a bite of it. Eh. And it what to mm. the core? Yeah, apple pie. That's funny. 
<laughs> oh, did you not mean to do it? I did not mean to. <laughs> anyway, they said it tasted like butt. And it turned out their nutmeg was expired Ooh. by like... Yeah, okay, 24 years. I'm going to say this. I bet you if I we go... Let's take a road trip up to Longmont. We'll go to my parents' house. I'm going to tell you, they've got spices we could probably no. sell on eBay. No. I, the last time I did this, I got in their spice cabinet, and it was like McCormick's... The McCormick's cans that were red and white. They still kind of make them. Oh, those or whatever. old school... But these were tin. Yes. Oh. Dude, hang on. Those are collectors. A hundred percent. Yes. It's like alum and like <laughs> like the spices Bugs Bunny used to use to make Daffy Duck's mouth close. We gotta hang on. That's good That's, stuff. Don't you think it's worth something? I would say. Yeah. This makes me nervous because we have the spice rack where my wife got all the matching bottles and then dumped all the spices into so the matching you don't bottles. No. So we don't have the expiration dates anymore. No, you gotta you gotta start over. Uh, but uh, I had to help her put all the. I had to help her. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve, I'd off, rather take the risk. Steve off air is going like, yeah, I go through. I have a woman come over and go through my spices, and nobody in this room. I want you to text in <laughs> right a now. Cleaning lady, okay? <laughs> you don't just hire someone up at Craigslist. Right. You mind coming in and checking my underwear drawer and my spice cabinet? If you know what I mean. Um, so she goes through your spice cabinet for you. She does, yeah. Please text in at five one zero five nine. What spices you think Ratchet <laughs> White Wonder Bread Eaten Steve would have? There's no way you have anything past salt and pepper. You, and pepper seems like a stretch for you. I buy the big big can and then reef reef. Big can of what? Of the black crack of black pepper. You put pepper on things. You do. On eggs. And mm. and my my cream of chicken uh soup gravy that I make on my mashed potatoes. I'll add some pepper. Because that's what people do when they cook. They just shake things over the food and I pretend that's I'm doing that. You got to emerald it. You got to put a little bit in your hand and then bam, throw it in the... <laughs> Jesus, I didn't mean to wake you up. <laughs> you you Did you see a jump? I'm afraid of food. <laughs> Don't you measure? Don't you no. Ever... <laughs> like in your hand. Like you a measure tiny... with your heart. This is... this is Yes, I measure nothing. Yeah. What this is a teaspoon right here. Like my hand kind of closed in. No. And then my whole hand is like a tablespoon. No, you yes. don't know. The only point or place where you measure is with baking. Baking, cooking, you have to. Yeah, cooking, no. Measure cooking, with your heart. Yeah, because yeah, what's Never. this loud, bitchy guy with the one locks and yelling at everybody. Uh, guy? No, oh. The other guy. No, no, the guy no. who yells. Yeah. Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. He never, he doesn't you have He's a pro, though. Yeah, yes, okay. you can do any of that okay. stuff. If I'm cooking with my heart, I'm like, I think I'm getting takeout. <laughs> I, know, <right? laughs> I feel it inside. <laughs> so what spices do we think Steve has? I'm going with salt and pepper and maybe garlic salt. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You nailed it. I, I mean, only, I have everything. I have a two. I have yeah. two lazy Susans that can hold <laughs> pounds of these spices, and I only have. Is that what you call your cleaning lady? <laughs> no, it's those spinning shelving systems. Whatever. Uh, I have every spice, and I don't remember less. I buy. I buy a lot of paprika. You have saffron. I do. Okay, that's what started this whole thing before we came on the air. Steve is like, you have saffron. And then Aaron piggybacks on, that's the most expensive. Neither one of you even know what saffron I looks do. like. What's it, it look like? It's red, but it turns yellow, and it's like kind of a long, stringy thing. And it's a feminine type of spice. Not, it's not a masculine. What one. are you talking about? There's no There's, such thing. Yeah. It's what? Saffron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Slacker and Steve. Aaron is the Aaron's the problem. No, okay, so I have to tell you how. We're talking about Stanley Cups. 
Not the ones. <laughs> Stanley Tumblers. Because some woman in Ohio said her nine-year-old daughter was bullied because she doesn't have a Stanley yeah, Tumbler. Yeah, one. she had like the knockoff one, which is... I've I've been had some knockoffs myself. Of you have? Did clothing. you get bullied in school? Yes. Even if I didn't have the knockoff stuff, I would have gotten bullied. I was... Look at you. Yeah, I was asking That's for it. Yeah, they gave it to you. I mean, but I mean, okay. I, I don't think it's good... Um, but I don't. I think it's just the way of of kids, right? Like everyone's wanting to fit in, and so they're not. They're just following whatever Ooh. they. Can I ask you real quick? Now that you're a parent, are you going to make sure that your kids, or especially your son Leo, <laughs> has all the hip cool what, for shoes? You know that. Oh, he already yeah. has that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've had to tone down the shoes a little bit. He's got his shoe game. He's got too much heat. Bullied, but well, I don't know. Teachers, gonna, they I ask you to chill out on that or? Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. but it's more just I don't know. It's like because it's my thing. I'm into shoes, so I like buying shoes for him. It's not his thing, so I don't want him to like get made fun of for having too nice of shoes. And they're like, "What are you wearing those for?" And he's like, "I don't know. My dad gave them to me." Like that. He's still so young. But are you trying to sense? say that like the the bullying just happens no matter what? Like if you because I remember with Noah for a little while, they really wanted Supreme stuff when Supreme mm. was everything, and it's like we got to get Supreme. Everybody at school's got one, and I'm, then I started looking it up. I'm like. I'm going to tell you right now, nobody at your school has Supreme stuff. They're all They're wearing all knockoffs. Wearing, yeah. I'm like, Supreme stuff is like a $300 t-shirt. Yeah. And he's like, this kid, this kid. I'm like, I've seen their parents' houses. They don't have, that kid is not wearing real Supreme, right? Probably, yeah. So, and I, I do think his, I do think there's a, a tendency to bully. Again, I don't think it's good, but like I remember there was a spirit day when I was in high school or junior high, whatever, yeah. where you're supposed to like make your own shirt, right? So you design it. And yeah. my mom is a seamstress. So she, for me and my sister, oh like made shirts. Like they were professionally done. Like they looked awesome. And I got to school and got made fun of because they weren't made with Sharpies and stuff like everyone else's. Mine Yours were too were nice. Too good. Yeah. So it's like, mm. I, no matter what, or maybe they just wanted to make fun of me. That's probably, you that's just, the fact. Yeah. That's the consistent Low hanging fact. fruit. Yeah. That's what we called you in high school. But I love the fact that they say you can't ever run from a bully. You got to stand up. Because bullies only understand one thing, and that's bully. But how do you bully? It's like standing up to a Stanley Cup bully? Oh, like what I, is, it's like, so dumb. Okay, don't stand up. That's where you pay somebody else to stand up so for you. So you. you pay like somebody two grades a older? A bigger bully than the bully that's bullying you. <laughs> Did you ever get bullied? Okay, I can I just can I have a quick aside? Once. I'm gonna say this. I think we're misusing the word. Because I think Thank you. hazing Thank you. and bullying are different things. I don't feel I mean, I got a lot of crap. I was a band nerd. I had stupid curly hair. I wore glasses that were tinted on the top for no apparent reason. <laughs> but were you like physically slammed I around? I never, everybody around. was like, when you go to high school, you're going to get swirlies and wedgies. None of that ever happened. Okay, so that was not so, bullying. That was hazing or. Yeah, I would say I got teased. Teased. I didn't get, I didn't get bullied. I got teased. So yeah. this kid probably got. Teased for not having a Stanley Tumblr. Now I'm not. Listen, I'm not trying to take on and say everyone who has a mental health issue is over exaggerating. But I think we're allowing people to go. They said I wasn't as cool as them because I don't have a Stanley Tumblr. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did anything happen to that kid? Did they shove him down? Did they say? 
That would be bullying. Right. Or say racist things because you can't, like, I don't. They were teasing. I, I think there's were, a huge line. And I'm. We keep, we keep using the bullying word, like, did you get bullied? Did you get bullied? It's too common now. Yes. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally I, I didn't get bullied. I said, I just said I got bullied in high school. I absolutely did not get bullied in high school. Okay. I did not. I got teased, teased. mercilessly. I was never bullied. Well, especially okay. when I think it's a guy thing, too. Like, my best friends are the ones who teased me 100%. the most. Yeah. And to this day, it's like, it's just. That's, oh, it's unrelenting. And they wouldn't be your friends if they didn't. That's yeah, kind of. Which I kind of wish they'd knock it off sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Steve, you said you were bullied or were you teased? What was like. Or were you the bully? For the <sighs> most part, you can tell. Yeah. I never physically ever bullied anybody. Okay. I might have been running with a group of people that looked down on everybody else. Correct. Which can also be bullying. I don't think bullying has to be physical. It can be if verbal. it's unrelenting and it's not somebody sort of in your friend group where you where they get to get up every once in a while. Right. Okay. All you do is knock them down every single day. That is bullying. Okay. Yeah. So, I was never that. Yeah, like my shirt example that day was tough the next day it was done you're fine right it it's wasn't yeah, yeah it died bullying yeah. can just keep going on and on i yeah. remember it was probably elementary school where i there was an older kid decided to pick me out of the group and tried to bully me that first day but it was the second day that he really came up on me and i was shocked because people in his grade came up and to protect me oh, wow. i found out that day Everyone loved my ass, and I was like, why? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I should have bullied myself. <laughs> why would people? Well, no, wait, no, no, no. How, your, your sister was older, right? She was. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that might have that's something That's so to do with cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, you she didn't. Did <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <laughs> Slacker and Steve. Weekday afternoons on Alice. Time once again for other people's problems. Molly has a boyfriend who's one of those. What, what, what? Steve-like people. What? He's glamorous. Just, he's a know-it-all and she's fed up with it. Sorry, Molly. Hi, guys. Hi. Um... 
Tell us what's happening. Okay, it's so small, but essentially, like, I don't know if I'm just not as smart or as worldly as my boyfriend, but it drives me insane because he is constantly correcting me when I make casual statements. Like, it'll be among our friends in public, in front of anyone, no regard for who's there. And, you know, like, for example, I might mispronounce a word. Uh, like, I might say we moved into the house in June, but actually we moved in in July. It was July, say, yeah. Okay, dude, yeah. you've oh, just sorry, been sitting oh, over oh, there okay, waiting to be the D-bag. <laughs> All right, you're right, um, you're right. Okay, so it, does it... I don't it, know how to ask this, but does it upset you, or is it like... Is it just annoying or is it becoming like I, I've been in situations like this where what starts off as like a nuisance mm. eventually becomes something that you want to like ram an ice pick through their head. Mm. So I mean, it's it's definitely a nuisance, but I think more than anything, there's something to be said about how it's always in front of people. If I misspeak at home, either he's not listening to me or he doesn't mm. care. It's like about him showing me up, you know, mm. in public. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like correcting my pronunciation or saying like, oh, no, that's not the day we did it. And it's like minute details that have nothing to do with the storytelling and the conversation. So he's just one of those dudes who do you remember? I don't know if everybody did this in school, but we had a day where we made a sign that says I-A-L-A-C. I am lovable and capable. Mm. And then like as you interacted with people, if I said something bad to you, you would tear a piece off your sign and hand it to him. And at the end of the day, the people had almost no sign spent the day. People were talking crap about him and other people would be like holding on to like piles of everybody's sign, like going, I got almost everybody's sign. It's like, yeah, you're an a-hole. Like you didn't realize it till the end of the day, but you were learning who were the people who were sort of getting through life and who were the people who needed other people to be down for them to be up. That's awesome. And it sounds like your man, Molly, is one of the dudes who perhaps when you're one-on-one, there's nobody to impress. When you're in a group, he wants to impress people. And the best way to prove his intellect is not with his actual intellect. It's to prove he has more than you. You nailed it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, hearing you guys say it out loud really helped a lot. Because I've been trying to figure out how to phrase it because every conversation he denies, he's, you know, saying he's not passive, he's not doing it on purpose, it has nothing to do with intellect, but I think you're right, I think it's an ego thing. And he doesn't do it to his friends, he doesn't do it to... It's just you. Just you, right? It's just me. And your girlfriends are probably, like, in the group there have noticed that too, that behavior at all, or... Yeah, has anybody else pointed it out? Right. I mean, I've definitely had a couple of conversations with my, like, really close friends who pointed it out, but, you know, I've been the person saying, like, oh, no, you don't know, like, he's so great, and blah, but now I'm starting Uh, to think about it, and I think... He's not that great. Right. I think he's got a bunch of people's signs in his pockets, you know? Yeah, he's he's full of IALAC signs. Um, Let me just jump in with the phone number real quick. 303-222-5423, or you can text in at 51059. Do you want to stay with him? Or, I mean, because it seems like you... The obvious answer is if he's this kind of insecure dude whose only way to make himself bigger is to make you smaller, then you got to bounce. But if it seems also like you like him enough that you want to try to save it. 
Yeah, I, I do. I do think I want to save it. But I think just airing it with you guys has helped me like put it into words in a way that we can maybe communicate and work past it. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to have plenty of people tell you what you're doing. No, I mean, we don't want them to be we're not going to be mean about it. But I think I think there's other people in this situation. Like if I'm dating somebody, if let's pretend I'm dating you. Oh, Steve, okay. and you still do the thing where you say innocuous instead of innocuous. Gotcha. If it's us in the room and we're playing with each other, we're like like ribbing each other like we do. That's great. If you said innocuous, like we're at Children's mm-hmm. Hospital mm-hmm. and like there's a bunch of bigwigs there, mm-hmm. I am never going to correct you. There. Right, right. In it's fact, like I would be so embarrassed that I'm not with him. Right. <laughs> I'm. Like, it's rude to take somebody. The task, like right you have to, uh, the people you love, you let some stuff slide. Like if somebody else points it out, it's then you, then I would almost defend you and go, "It's a cute little thing he says sometimes yes. when he's talking real fast." Yes, do you know what I'm saying? Yes, but like it sounds like Molly's man doesn't even do any. He's not playful. He's just kind of. Hang on, Molly. We're going to get you some advice beyond what we've done it. already here. Yeah, I don't. Um, it's got to be in public got to be in front of people that she that's knows. the other weird thing so that that makes me believe it's a narcissistic ego thing because like she's probably mispronouncing words or getting dates wrong or whatever when they're alone so he either like she said he's not listening yeah, I, I, I agree. Or he's not he doesn't care he only does this yeah when he wants to get hand on her in public or and it's something. like is this guy savable i don't i don't like him He's claiming he's not doing it on purpose, but... He knows he's doing it. Do you have to... Have you ever been in a situation where you feel like wearing a body cam so you can prove <laughs> that he's... Because I think he genuinely believes he's not doing it. There have been times where I'm like, you don't know how many times a day you talk crap to me. like, And you want to just wear a body cam and go like, here's yesterday's thing. There you I've, go. I fast-forwarded to the 17 you times go. you did it. That's a good idea, actually. But if he says he doesn't realize, then you're rolling anything. around with a police Kevlar. <laughs> I'm just wearing it for protection here. Lodo can be dicey. I, I don't know the right answer for Molly, but she doesn't like the way she feels. He cuts her down in front of friends. Is there a conversation you've had with your sig other, or do you just right. Right. 303-222-5423. Slacker and Steve. We're trying to help Molly out. Um, Wow. She's got a man who's an overcorrector, but only in public. Like, no matter what they're talking about, if she says something and gets even the most minute detail wrong, he, like, chastises her and corrects her in public. He doesn't really do it at home. Right. Or so she's other like, people. this is weird. It's just her yeah, usually. She, you're right. He doesn't do it to his friends. Yeah. He only does it to her. And she's like, is this a red flag? Is this a narcissism thing? Is this a control thing? Because, once again, he's perfect in every other way. She called us, so she's not ready to bounce. She's looking for ways to save the relationship, mm-hmm. even though he's kind of a... And to understand this behavior. Hmm. It's just the overcorrecting thing is like, e- ugh. Kathy? Yeah. 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 So you've been through this. Yeah, my ex-husband was oh boy. that to a T. He <laughs> was that to a T. We were married for a long time, and I would talk to him about it. And I, I don't exactly have advice to her, but... Um, Other than get a lawyer, it sounds like. Wow. Well, he was he was very much a perfectionist, and he didn't mean to hurt me. He said he couldn't help it. I mean, I think he's kind of on the spectrum, and he doesn't have a lot of emotional intelligence. He's a very smart 
um, in other ways, but emotionally not at all. And he didn't understand how that hurt me. He said, you're my wife. I want you to say what's correct. So he wasn't doing it for his ego. It was kind of narcissistic, but I really believe he he couldn't help himself. It it wasn't all the time, but it was a lot. And it was only me that he would correct. But but this wasn't the straw that broke your relationships back. It was just one of the things among others. Yeah, it wasn't the straw. I was married to him for over 20 years. So there were other things that just kind of built up. And I realized I didn't want to live my life with him. But um, but that was my experience. I mean, maybe maybe Molly's uh, dude is is just a perfectionist and he doesn't understand what he's doing because he's not very emotionally intelligent. It's just a thought. But not to like continue to rake you over these coals, but you tried saying stop doing this. And he's like, "I, I can't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he said, I can't. I just can't. He was like, he was so dead set on everything being perfect all the time. He he said he couldn't, he couldn't not do it. 20 years ago. Yeah, no, that's, that'd be a lot. I'm already irritated with him after 20 (laughs) seconds. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, Kristen. Yeah. What do you think? You kind of been through this with an overcorrector? Yes, I just dumped an overcorrector. Um, and the best part is, is my overcorrector, um, the way he loves to overcorrect, I guess, is more so he loves to say, well, I'm so glad that you went to, I'm not going to say which university, a top 10 public university, and I didn't, but I make more money than you and stuff like that. And like what? correcting tiny little things about me moving to a new state. And I just decided that, you know, it's just really not worth it. Like she said, it's an insult to your intelligence. So, wow. So he would not only correct you, but then give the reasoning that you needed correcting as the fact that you didn't go to a private school and you weren't as, like. No, so he didn't go to college at all. Oh! And I graduated with a very good GPA. I just decided not to go to grad school. And I work in the medical field. I won't say what he does, but he has a very lucrative career here in town. Um, that doesn't require anything besides a high school diploma, and he makes more than me. Um, and yeah. he wants to bring up in like <laughs> passing. Well, I guess that education isn't doing you much good since I make more than you. And so, wow, what a dude! Yeah, why were you with him in the first place? Right? That sounds like a terrible relationship. Well, here's the kicker: is that we've known each other since we were like 14 years old. But in any case, that's neither here nor there. It was a good relationship at one point, but it's just this subtle dig, like she said that really gets you over time. Um, and it's an ego boost, like you guys said to her. It's totally an ego boost. Like, why would you even say that to me? It's his way to exercise. E- even though yep. you have a college education, yep. I'm still superior to you because I know this. Boom. Ish. Basically. So wow. I that she needs to dump him because I don't think he's going to change. Um, she can bring up what he's doing, but if he's only doing it to her, it's very targeted and specific. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, and this could be the beginning. I mean, he's not going to get better. No, Thank no. you for the call, Kristen. Dang. A lot of people are saying about this guy what Scott, I think, is about to say. Scott? Yeah, hi. Yeah, hi. Yeah, hi. What do you think is going on with this guy who won't stop correcting his girlfriend? Well, look, I've got to admit that, you know, all the things that you've said may be true, but um, as a person who does this myself, <gasps> I'm, uh, I'm not trying to do it, uh, but I am on the autism spectrum. Oh, you and are. So it's just a yeah. So it's just a thing that I do, and I literally don't mean to do it. Wow! You just can't help it when you see when you hear something incorrect. 
It's it's almost like yeah. a Tourette's thing where you just have to go like, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. you have to just, yeah. bleh, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, and I and I don't mean to harm or upset. It's just I see it and I have to say it. But, have, have you lost girlfriends or wives because of it, or partners, or? <laughs> well, I'm I'm on wife three, but she's got a PhD in behavioral science, so she's still with me. <laughs> but but Scott, here's the thing that kind of that I want your advice on. Is it really the spectrum if he only does it to her? Yeah. He's not doing it to other people. Well, maybe he's not confident enough to do it um, elsewhere. Oh. Wow, I mean, like you are. Yeah. So, well, yeah, look, I mean, I actually do it now for work. I go into organizations and transform them because I see what's wrong. Oh, you get paid going, for it. You, using, yeah. That's smart. <laughs> so as somebody on the spectrum who sees things that are wrong and wants to correct them, how in God's name are you able to listen to this show? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it really breaks the monotony of the C470 going home. <laughs> That's well, as long as we're here for that. Breaking the monotony. <laughs> Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. All right, everybody, hold your hands up. I know this. Everybody's been talking about this all day. Yep. Throw your hands Wait in the minute. air. Wait, that's which Wait. one's index? Index? Oh, my God. And ring. No, I'm I'm normal. Wait. You're not. Yeah. Normal. Wait, I'm, not psycho- again. I'm not a psychopath. I'm not a psychopath. Aaron's a psychopath. Okay, no. so you hold up your fingers, and if your index finger this one. is shorter than your ring finger... Dude, you're actually the only normal. You're my index Wait. is shorter than ring. I don't know what I'm Isn't looking it? at. <laughs> yes, so Tiak and I are indexes. My index head. finger is considerably shorter than my ring finger, right? Yeah, considerably. That means we're psychopaths. Ha ha. <laughs> I've never seen anybody with a longer ring. It's okay, psychopath. What could that possibly be? You're a narcissist. You're a psychopath. So Steve's index is longer than yeah, his hold ring. Your hand up again. I think Aaron's is pretty yeah. close. Oh, but mine it, is close, but my index is longer. It is. Yeah. What do you eat? What do you need all that finger God, for? What does he need all that finger for? It means for? I'm a superior intelligence. I'm, I'm, I don't think it says that. My it size says, is bigger than most men. I, it's just, it I don't just, think it, it says it that either. Me. It nailed me. Believe, I think your size is based on. Let's ask Aaron. Uh, My size? <laughs> as a woman, ha, have you found. Oh my God, am I really going yep, here? Yep. I have never, like, checked if that is what you're asking. My assumption. <laughs> what are you asking? <laughs> We're on the edge of our seats here. Okay. Junk size. Have you found a correlation between junk size and anything else? Because for years, oh, it was see. always like yeah. women would go, that guy's got a size 13 foot. You know what that means? And it's like, yeah, big shoes. That's all it means. <laughs> big feet, I don't feel automatically. Mm-hmm. No, it might because a big foot guy, a guy size 13 is probably 6'4". So, proportionally, so it stands it to be, reason yeah. proportionally... Mm-hmm. He's going to be a little yeah. more. <laughs> I just like how you asked her like she's been on a mission or something. <laughs> like she's, I have my own research study. <laughs> I just say not that you're personally funded. Not that you're on a mission. But I mean, I have found in my studies that like certain <laughs> women of certain heights or oh, diets okay. or right. different things can correlate to different 
pH balances and things in their well, nether regions. Well, that's different. Well, it is, but it's also, I mean, like, if you've gone out with a guy who's got a huge, <laughs> so we used to know a guy, and I don't want to say his name on the air, but, like, he had a huge nose. Okay. And I remember a girl coming up to me going, can you introduce me to him? And I'm like, why? And she's like, look at the size of his nose. And I was like, yeah, what? And she's like, you don't know? I'm like, I don't know what. And she's like, nose equals... Like, Not necessarily. Nose, well, she, she nose did is have close a, to mouth. I'm just saying she did have a research study going on. Mm. This woman had traveled a bit. And she was like, the bigger the nose, the more it grows. Huh. Sort of. Wow. Thing. Yeah. So well, was, we don't have that Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> is that a new one? I'm just asking if there's a... If there's a correlation a, between... Because, okay, here's another thing that's weird. I just reunited with, like, my college roommates, everybody from Baker Hall in, in at CU, and one of them, am I allowed to say any of this? Yeah, I think so, because he, did, he didn't give me names. Hippolaz has names and stuff. He's, like, he's a doctor, but he also does volunteer work at the prisons. And this is a fascinating stat. Mm. He's, like, all the dudes in prison have big... Noses. They have big junk. And his his research study, it's not like he's going in and just going, right. can I see your junk? Right. <laughs> yeah, he's not Aaron. <laughs> That's How's your pen pal project coming? <laughs> Aaron, remember when we talked about Aaron wanting to be a pen pal? She's gotten a ton of letters and she's pen paling with people. Oh. Right? How yeah. many people are you pen paling with right now? Uh, Three. Okay. Any of them in prison? Yeah. Nice. One female. One female in prison. Nice. All right. We'll ask her about the nose. <laughs> but like, so the dude who's a doctor, I guess they're just guys hurt their junk in prison more often than not. Like, and they have overly testosterone. And so yeah, like he's like looking at their junk and all the, the majority of violent crime dudes in prison have huge junk. And he's like, it's probably because they have too much testosterone. That's why they have big junk. They've had, they had an uh, influx of testosterone, and then, therefore, they were more violent. It makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, but it's terrible news. For? I've never even been arrested. Not even But here, Aaron's leaving the station early. <laughs> if you're getting paroled soon... <laughs> How far is Canyon City? <laughs> Slacker and Steve. This is really weird. Is, I don't want to play. I gotta go. this is, this is done. You definitely. <laughs> I, I just watched Steve's head implode. Yes, because I'm so stupid. Yeah, it would help if you. Do. She knows who he is. I like can if if there was a lineup, okay. I'd be able to pick him out. But like Otherwise, I couldn't name I couldn't name a single mm, movie. He's okay. In. Here's the thing. There's some weirdness. If if you listen to the show long enough, you start to get the feel that Steve's a boomer. No. I'm, a, I'm an ex. I'm an ex. And then there's this huge <laughs> canyon between us and them. Yes. Hello! <laughs> Hello! Um, and so Tiak surprised us all and brought in this list of dating rules to live by. Well, just men, rules for men to live they're, by. They're by. very dated. Oh, they're dated. Okay. Rules, rules yeah. for men to live by. Do you need your glasses? <laughs> <laughs> your reading glasses? Your spectacles? We'll throw them over! <laughs>
with I'm him. dead serious. I don't. I'm not gonna. Don't look at me Wait, with your little glasses. They're, they're dangling down here. I do not wear a chain in glasses. Um, they're ru- dated rules. Sorry. Yeah, they came Tell out in like 2004. I think he uh, published them in or er, uh, from Clint Eastwood. Yeah, Men's Journal published Clint Eastwood's like rules to live by. Actor. So Clint, we got to. So well for the for the other whippersnappers on yeah, that side of the canyon. If you don't know who Clint Eastwood is, how do you not know who Clint? Like I don't care how young you are. Okay. Clint Eastwood, in his own way, is still very much relevant today. Yeah, directing, producing. He's made yes. movies recently that are big, right? Name them. <laughs> Grand Torino. That's the one I've seen. That's I have great, seen is that, that one. recent? The Mule. No, it was old. I saw it in like junior high. It's not yeah, that recent. The Mule is newer, Torino's I believe. Is older, a little bit older. Yeah, okay. Figure out what year The Mule was. That was that was a big one. Um, I think his son is in some of the Marvel movies now. He's Clint. Is it Clint Eastwood Jr.? I don't know. He's like yeah, one of the army guys. Um, 2018 for The Mule. Okay, so that's yeah. recent enough. Oh, um, that's where he was an old-time drug mule guy. Well, he was kind of an accidental yeah, drug mule guy. Yeah, I never saw that. You didn't? No. It's a great movie. Hold on, I'm digging around in my backpack trying Gran to find Torino, my... Gran Torino, that was good enough. Gran Torino was great. Yeah. Damn it. His name is Scott... The son is Scott Eastwood. Okay. Also an actor. Is he over? He was in Suicide Squad. He was Lieutenant GQ Edwards. He's that guy? Yeah, that's Eastwood's son. Never knew that. <sighs> Anyway. We've lost control of the show. So what had happened is just before we came on the air, Steve looks at Aaron and goes, do these rules men should live by from Clint Eastwood make you mad, Aaron? And she's like, who? <laughs> I, I shouldn't begin. Do you have you ever heard of Clint? Oh, no. That was but you know fault. she knows who it is. Sometimes no, I don't. Even. I could not name a single movie he's in. I could pick him out of a lineup, yes, but I don't The Unforgiven no. is one of the greatest Westerns ever made. Cool. He was in all the westerns that made westerns cool. They're spaghetti called spaghetti westerns. westerns. Yeah. They were westerns. Why are they called that? Shot because the budget to shoot them in America was too much, so they went and shot them in Italy. So then half the actors. Am I getting this Actually, right? Actually, it's an Italian production crew that shot them all in Mexico. Oh, they did. Okay, it's even cheaper. But like they. But then like. They're like bad lip reading movies because they're like the actors aren't saying what they went it back in and put words over. over It's so bad, mm -hmm. but it's so bad that it's good. good. That Eastwood is so damn cool in all these. It's like the good, the bad, and the ugly. And um, is Eastwood the guy like you feeling lucky? Yeah, so that's when he was later cop, where it's like I know what you're thinking, kid. Did he fire five shots or did he fire six shots or only five? Well, you got to ask yourself. You feeling lucky? Yeah. And you, you probably heard a lot of references, but probably don't. Know. I've only yeah. heard the "You feeling lucky." Yeah, he was in one of the most literary classic films ever made. It's called "Every Which Way But Loose," okay. and it's him <laughs> and a giant chimpanzee. Orangutan. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and they go around fighting in like this weird fight club at truck stops. Yes. And then he's like, they could say to the chimpanzee, Orangutan. right turn, Clyde, and the, the thing would punch whoever was next to them. Literary 
Classic. Okay, it was. Yeah, they were. That, was that movie's so bad. Yeah, I don't even, they all are so bad. <laughs> There's two of them too. It's like every which way but yes, loose. And, then there was and that, they're like, it did so well at the box office. Right. They're like, why? Let's see if we can get the chimpanzee again. Orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> Although they went cheap and got a chimp. Yeah, they, they, yes. and then it was every which way you can yeah. or something. <laughs> it was so stupid. Was Jerry Reed in those two? I think they couldn't right. meet the orangutan's demands for the second movie. <laughs> we're gonna have to replace the chimp. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like that was back when you could become a star. Just half of it was squinting your eyes. Yeah, you yeah. Just, yeah. he kinda, is. That, yes. like, you are doing the most visually you accurate. Are. I was born in the wrong time. Because I'm going to tell you, that's that's basically all he does is just sit there and just talk uh-huh. <laughs> quietly. Two dollars more. That's one of his rules. What? Speak softly. There's something about it. Like, I want to go through these rules and see if they do apply here because there are people. They're not chauvin. I thought they were supposed to be chauvinistic or something, and they're not. They're not. They, you well, because there's a thing about speaking softly. If you want to, like, get a crowd of people to listen to you, don't yell you because the they're going to try to match. Yeah, so you speak quietly, so then they're forced to listen. Yep. So, this is clearly a lesson I was never taught. I, <laughs> we know. <laughs> but I'm going to say this. It's never held more true for me, and it was a life-changing experience. I went to Red Rocks like a couple years ago, and Ray LaMontagne was playing. And, I mean, Red Rocks, best venue on the planet Earth to see a concert. Second, the artist comes out. You're going to stand up. You're going to scream your faces off. It's the most amazing thing. Nobody stood up. Hmm. They sat and then he performed. And then in between songs, he would tell stories. There's what, 10,000 people at Red Rocks? Mm-hmm. And it's like, he, he's got a PA system. He's playing Red Rocks. And he would go like, I wrote this song. I, I was told I could have my statement. <laughs> and I was told. And he talked so quiet, you could hear a pen drop That's in so there. weird. He had more command. Yeah. Of 10,000 people than Tony Robbins coming out there with his hair on fire, handing out $100 bills. Aaron's right. There's something about that soft-spoken power. But you can't just speak softly. <laughs> no, because then it's annoying. Like, what? Like when Steve orders at a restaurant. Yeah. I do that on purpose. Because I'm also saying, give me the check as well. <laughs> um, so they also say, I want to go through some of these. Okay. And let's, let's, let's ask the people on the other side of the divide. Okay. If these, if the rules of our generation hold up in their... I got a participation trophy, and I I don't ever want to be offended. Their generation. Who gave us the trophies? (laughs) Not me. I ain't old enough to be a... All right, we're going to go through Clint Eastwood's rules men should follow next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Slacker and Steve. Okay, since if you've been listening for a little bit, we're, uh, we've just set up a huge watch party for Clint Eastwood's Every Which Way But Loose. <laughs> Film on the rocks. <laughs> you think Red world. Rocks would yes. let us do it? Uh, Come maybe, on, Red can, Rocks! Can they partner with like uh, the zoo and get some chimps yes. there? <laughs> some chimpanzees there? Yeah. Uh, we need orangutans. <laughs> you guys suck. Um, so Clint Eastwood had some rules that men should live by that he printed out way, way back a long time ago, two, yeah. 20 years ago, in fact. We want to know if these still ring true today, especially amongst the younger generation. The people on the other side of the abyss. The abyss, yeah. Um, <laughs> call your own shots. Meaning, yeah. He's what talking about personal responsibility, decision-making, don't get input. I know that in this room, that probably feels weird because everything's collaborative. Oh. Like the new office space is people walking around with a latte in their right hand and a MacBook in their left. You're right. And then they walk past somebody and it's like, do you want to brainstorm? But he's saying, just call your own shots. Your man. own path. Y- yes. Mm. Do so, it. So is that, is that like the lone ranger kind of thing? Like just you're by yourself? No, Don't trust anyone? Kind of punk. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's uh, wrong with it? Um, I mean... I I think it's probably it's good to an extent. Yeah. Is it narrow or is it narrow-minded? Is that self? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I just think sometimes you can't call your own shots. I mean, you've got a boss or something. Like if you're a cowboy, maybe. But <laughs> well, this next thing is be fearless. He sa- he says it's better to be fearless in acknowledging and managing fears responsibly, especially in mental health. So just power through. Right. Because mm. too often. I think we give really, in to our fears. Yeah, we yeah, really sure. yeah. yeah, I I kind of agree, but also I've I heard someone say that like being brave isn't not having fear; it's having the fear but doing it anyways. Yes. yes. So to yeah. be fearless is not really like realistic, I guess. Because you're gonna yeah, have wait, the well, fear, okay, but it's mincing, be brave. Yes, you know? we're mincing words, but you're right. I think if you then then translate it into be brave. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like being which I fear. Like. Okay. Sure. I, I'll I'll make that adjustment for you, little whippersnapper. <laughs> yeah. Because cool. I just read a stat that was like seventy some percent of people think they're stressed to the limit every single day, and it's like, oh my god, people. Why? I'm, and I'm one of them. I'm always like I'm stressed, but I mean, when I think about what my parents went through, we're not, the, come on, man. Right. Like we're overstressed, but it's self inflicted. Thank you. More often. Yeah. Inflated. Am I going to get in trouble for everything I'm saying right now? Okay. Uh, Keep moving is what I'm going to do and what he suggests. 
I think that one, no one can yeah, deny that. That's yeah. sedentary. Just, yeah, just move. Move around. Love your job. That would help. And so you mm-hmm. don't hate it. Yeah, that would help. Um, yeah, there's definitely been like a, a swing back on this one, I guess. Now it's like just get what you can from a job and then get a different one. The quick culture, right? After oh, COVID? It's wild, yeah. yeah. Quick culture is unbelievable. My parents told me, don't you dare take a job you're not willing to be at for five years. Yeah. Because if, ta- if you stay less than five years, you can never write it on your resume. And I'm like, why can't I? Now people stay at a job six months and like... Yeah. And it's normal. No one says anything about it. Do you want to hire somebody who's that disloyal? No. If I was an employer, no. I need I need old school... Yeah, but you guys were hoping we would only be here for six months. <laughs> now look kind at us. Of. We need to hire some interns who will be on and gone. Uh, we already talked about this other one. Speak softly. Yeah. I kind of get that one. Yeah. I can't apply it. <laughs> Both Tiak and Steve are good at this. Aaron's not even good at this. No. Aaron and I, the Aries and us are just like, <laughs> I walk into a room mid-sentence. You know what's funny is, I don't, real quick, we were. I was by our office with somebody that's had never been in our office before, but they know us. Oh boy! And you had just got off the elevator, and we could hear you all the way down. And she goes, "Is he like that all the time?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> uh, don't be predictable. Does that work for you guys? Or um, I don't know. I, I'm pretty predictable myself. I gotta. I think admit. it's good to be predictable but it's also good to be spontaneous so right. i don't know yeah yeah i there's mean a, if you're like yeah if you're like a father to children i think it's good to be predictable like be there show up that Consistent, kind of thing yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> no i don't know i did, i i think we're like i'm too predictable now I think I'd, I'd like to adopt that one a little more in my life. Is it because you're as a father? You're, I you think so. I think you once you start taking on responsibilities, you stop being. Uh, and then it's just like, okay, yeah. Aaron's got something to say, but she's not going to say it. Look mm. at her face right now. Are you waiting for me to read another one here? Uh, find a good woman. Oof. Not in this economy. (laughs) (laughs) I think that one's a little outdated, but I think it's, I think you should find a good partner. I think it's still a goal, but. Find a good partner, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Learn to play the piano. (sighs) Yeah, I I agree with that one. It's my biggest regret in life is that I learned piano for like three or four years in like fourth grade and gave it up because I didn't like it anymore. It wasn't cool. And then when I went to college and I had a buddy who could just sit down at the piano in the common area, just tickle the ivories and it was like man that's cool it's the one lesson the biggest lesson i've learned from slacker is because he can go to any party he wants to he used to walk in if there's a piano quietly sit down and start playing something the attention of every woman in the room will be hit on him and that's a that's powerful it's huge i also hate that guy Yes, like I don't. No. I, if, Notice if me. I'm playing piano. Well, that's, everyone. So you just described the way I would do it. I don't do it. I haven't done it in forever. But like, if you're the guy who brings a guitar out yeah. to the beach, then D-bag. then like you're like notice me. But yes. if the piano's off in the corner and you just kind of go yep. quietly and yep. like screw around, it's like if you've ever watched the unbearable weight of being talented or whatever that's called. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. He like comes into his daughter's birthday party, sit, like and everybody's in there, and he sits down at the piano and is like, "Here we go," and he starts playing show tunes and stuff. Is like that's ugh. exactly, but just mm-hmm. quietly playing. Yes. Faithfully Stealth in the corner. Like, yes. And then one woman notices, and then another woman comes over, and then a group of women. And Shooting you, fish in yeah. a barrel, hack. I'm with you, hack. Shooting fish in a barrel. Yes. I'm going to say this, though. It's not too late. 
And with technology now, you don't have to buy a piano. Buy a little keyboard. You can buy mm. a keyboard for like 100 bucks. Plug it into your computer. All the sounds are in your computer. You'd be blown away, and your son would love it. Wow. Okay. I like that. And you'll be shooting uh, fish yeah. in a barrel. <laughs> Will that catch your attention, Aaron, if you were at a party and all of a sudden? Yeah, because I want to be that person. I know a little bit, but not enough to. Just get a, get you and Tiak by. Start. I have a piano. <laughs> Shoot fish in a barrel, Aaron. <laughs> the last couple are uh, you are what you drive. This is the only one that I don't agree with. This is the one I do agree with. <laughs> You drive an old Jeep. <laughs> but I'm working on that. But then again, it, it kind of sums up my... Per- right now, yes, but the... It, no. Do you... do you, Like, here's the thing. I, I mean, I'm in the middle of a book, audiobook, where the guy <laughs> talks about this, and it's like, if you've always... I always wanted a Lamborghini. It's like, I want a Lamborghini. I want to be a Lamborghini guy. And this guy was a valet parker at expensive restaurants, and he's like, I couldn't tell you one of the people whose Lamborghini I parked. All I wanted was the car. He's like, you think you're going to get a Lamborghini and be envied? Nobody envies you. They don't even remember you. You're just the guy with a Lamborghini. But That's they, true. They envy the car. It's like, the car doesn't make Whoa. you memorable. Yeah. He's like, I don't remember the face of one person whose car I parked. I just remember the car. Amen. So you're wasting your money on an expensive car. Wow. And Aaron? I was like... That's, I, Yeah. But if a guy's going to come pick you up, he can't pick you up. Sorry, Tiak. In a Hyundai. <laughs> I have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> to stop no. one. <laughs> Slacker and Steve. Weekday afternoons on Alice. So I was reading this thing. It was called something about be your own marriage counselor. And I'm like, <sighs> married people, you can be your own marriage. I could be. I could do a marriage counselor. Anybody can do a marriage counselor. It's just common sense stuff. Anyway, it says... Um, Hold on. What? Is there any doubt in this room? Can we just... Also, please text in at 51059. Give me a problem. Who is, Who's having a problem in the Who room? do we think is the least stable human in this room? I want you to text in to 51059. Okay. Do you think it's Steve? I'll give you it. Do you think it's Aaron? No. Do you think it's Tiak? <laughs> well, do you it think well. it's Steve? <laughs> You're all stable. You guys are all... Mm, hey. What? You you said someone's name twice. Oh, I did? Yeah. yeah my bad. Um, did I skip anybody's name? It still feels like I got everybody's yeah. name in there. Huh. Um, so, as a person who's, in my opinion, I feel that you are the least put together person, you're saying that you think therapy's obvious and easy. If that's the case, why are you such a dumpster fire? <laughs> <laughs> Only when it comes to marriage, I guess. But I was all I'm saying How is that... How can you be a dumpster fire in marriage when you've never even attempted to be married? Okay, good point. It's kind of like me with like with parenting and children. Is I, I'm not, You guys are in the thick of it. You are so in the thick of it that you don't really get a good perspective. However, I, above you, looking down on you, judging you, have a great perspective of, of what you're missing out on, what you guys aren't seeing and not doing correctly. So I would like to flip your analogy just a little bit. Like if you ever, you've been to concerts, right? Where yeah. Like the band is up on a stage performing and you're down below. Yeah. Like the parents are on the stage and you're like, you're constantly doing the thing where like, I'm removed from it. I'm above you. That I think you're removed from it, but you're beneath us. No, 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 no. looking Mm. up at us doing the work. You're not rock stars. And you're down. You're you're not up on stage. Being a parent is kind of being a rock star. (laughs) Doing correctly. You're a rock star. Just being a parent. You're just, you're like a group. So if we're just, (laughs) you're a roadie. (laughs) You're a guitar tech. (laughs) I'm sorry. 
<laughs> and where are you then? If you're uh, if you're above, are you the lighting guy? I'm looking for the yes. Yeah, so you're the lighting the guy for the, you're the super high. So you're the lighting light. guy for a band. In your twisted little analogy where you get to judge everyone, you've theory, chosen right. to be the lighting guy. <laughs> okay. I, right. I think we need to look at the text. Yeah. I think we know who's got it. They never get any action, do they? They're like the baseball They're usually the type of person who wants to be in the dark. <laughs> I hate this because I was going to agree with him, but Thank now, now no. I, can, no. I can't. I so can't. You can't be, no, no, no association. I you, can't. you were going to agree that you can be your own marriage counselor? Yes. Yeah, I was. Thank you. Because, see, you guys, you, you didn't realize you could be. See? Oh, you're you. so desperate to be right. You're just going to accept <laughs> TX. Blind faith agrees with you that he's already rescinding as he said. <laughs> yeah, that was theoretical. I was perhaps going to say that, but I didn't say that. Well, I see you ever see the movie Couples Therapy? No. Watch it once and you can cure anybody's problems. Okay, so tell marriage. us how to cure marriage okay, problems. Okay, well, they, they say keep the lines of communication open. Duh. Easier said than done. It is easier. Some, sometimes no, it's, it's easy to tell you people. Maybe it's hard on your end to accomplish these things, but it's easy for me to tell you what's wrong. And so, oh, so you're saying you'd be a good marriage counselor. I'd be a great marriage counselor. Communication is not telling someone what's wrong and that's it. Yeah, you're right. It's not. And you guys need to learn these things. <laughs> anyway. Um, Hold on. I got to get a status report from TX. <laughs> Regretting jumping into that pond? Um, <laughs> what Steve is trying to say. <laughs> Why don't you summarize it in a way that I don't want to hit him in the face? <laughs> um, I think if you're, in, if you're in a marriage, right, you're, you've got a common goal, which is to stay married, right? So whatever this person needs, like, it's not, it shouldn't be like, well... Because uh, I never get like when people fight about doing the dishes and stuff like I do the dishes all the time or I do this all the time. It's like, right. You live together in a house that you're both yes. propping up. So you, you should be taking on tasks. And if, if you are feeling underwork, like you should communicate that and say how it's making you feel. I agree with that. Exactly what I meant to if say. That's, if that's what he was meant to yeah. say. I don't know what he meant to say. That's what I say. By the time we're that. done with this, Steve is going to say something in effect of boom, and it's going to be you talking just before he says it. Go ahead. He suckers me in every time. I know. What else? How else can we be our own marriage counselor, Steve? Like crafting small magic, meaning just be thoughtful throughout the day on the little things. Appreciate TX, the little... This is TX's main theory already. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's the, the little, master of flowers on a Tuesday. Boom. There it is. Little, little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, I've I've learned over time, my wife's communicated that that means a lot to her. And it's easy enough for me to do. You know what? He like, has his ears open. He pays attention. And he remembers stuff. How hard can that be in a marriage? Arrgh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, well, what's well, the last time you bought me flowers? What time is it now? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Keep going. What else can we do, Steve? Uh, yeah, Master little, of everything. Yeah. Um, and then the magnifying the positive. You guys are always dwelling on the negatives and stuff. Like, yeah, you're you were the this. one that said, I'm going to just point out the things that make me angry and be done. <laughs> Wait. I'm not saving you. Come on. T.X., if you yeah. want to save him, he's got a boom nah. in him. Do I have any reputation left? No. Okay. okay. Go down in the flames with Steve over here. Yeah, magnify. Just be positive. I do, I do agree, because there's an element of, like, it, the old cliche of, like, you should always date your spouse, right? Even though you're married and you've got kids and you're not, but, like, you should date them. You should woo them yep. in, in the same manner. And I know it doesn't happen every day, but... But that's a good that's it good is. advice. These are just common, and you people. It escapes you me. 
how this goes right over your head. Do you understand that... In another time, you would have made the best racist clan guy. Why? Because you just you you put people into little boxes in your head. You're like you people, you people who procreate, keep the like. Do you know there'd be no women for you to screw if us people didn't keep making people for you to? I try not to think about things like that. But anyway, <laughs> do you have a boom in you? So we boom. <laughs> Slacker and Steve. Uh they're weak, is what it is. Oh, is it seriously? <laughs> um, we, we were just talking off air about broken bones. Hey, who in this room has broken a bone? I have, yeah. I broke my clavicle at the end of sixth grade. Clavicle is a sho- like shoulder bone. Thanks, buddy. Nope. Well, for the listeners, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have broken, I've never had anything set, but I've broken bones. Like, I've broken a toe, I've broken my fingers, but never I never go to the set. doctor. Yeah, you just pop it back. Wait, wait, you're a guitarist. Mm-hmm. You never went to a Well, yeah, I mean, the one, yeah. Remember the one was a work thing? Yeah. One of our coworkers broke my thumb. That's or right. Or broke my pinky finger. <laughs> That's right. It's a long, okay. <laughs> Were you hooking up? Or? <laughs> it's such a I long I don't even story. know who the coworker I is. I can't so feel <laughs> my pinky on my left hand. Because of the airplane door accident. Right. Okay. happened. So we were at a gig at Market 41... And he was like, did you just touch my butt? And I was like, we're in the DJ booth, so it's super tight in there. And I'm like, no. And he's like, you did or whatever. And like, we got into like an argument back and forth. He put me against the wall and had his hand on my throat. So I turned him around and put him against the wall with my hands on his throat. He's trying to get my hands off of his throat and grabs onto my pinky finger, the one I can't feel. And he's like, if you don't let go, I'm going to break your finger. And I'm like, do it. And he was like... And my, Get out. and my face didn't contort at all, which put <laughs> scared the crap out yeah, of him. Yeah, he was like, sorry, 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 sorry. What a power move. <laughs> yeah. So then I just popped it back in and then and it it swelled up like a lot. But yes, but that's the only thing I and I broke in toes. When you grow up poor, you like come on. Yeah, you guys don't go anywhere. You break something, your mom's like tie those two fingers or yeah. two toes together. Yeah. And then go about your day. Yes. Yeah. Well, my dad didn't believe me when I broke my clavicle. I dove How for did you do it again? I dove for a baseball to catch it and my shoulder just went right into the ground. <sighs> so it just it snapped. And then I went Did you in, hear it snap? No, it just felt like the weirdest pain I'd ever had. Yeah. Um and then it went in like, Dad, Dad, something's wrong and he's like you're fine. Rub some dirt on yeah, it. like take a rest, take a break. Dang. And finally, mom came home. You said, <laughs> hey, she's we're like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. your collarbone is broken. Yeah, it was. So, um, so what I was saying before we went on the air, uh, kids don't break bones anymore because we've made playgrounds far too safe. Now I know that we don't necessarily want our kids to break bones, right. but my children have signed i think zero casts in their entire life i don't remember a school year without like signing yearbooks is one thing but i signed casts like yeah constantly yeah and i remember then they invented or they introduced the like lime green casts that became yes. like a thing and then yes. it was the like different, the cool the, colors yeah. and things you can yeah yes. it was like something to brag about yes. a little bit i got the Nobody, green one this because year because what in, at the base of your playground when you were growing up, Steve, what was it? Sand? Cement? 
Uh, Best case, like jagged mulch. Catholic school was pavement. Pavement, yeah. right? Tar. So below, below the monkey bars or the weird spider web yeah. dome thing. Yeah, the dome was pavement. So if you climbed to the top and fell through, you're right. You're a head injury. You're breaking a bone. That is true. They don't. One, they don't have that spider web thing anymore. And two, underneath it is like mulch made from tires. Wait, wait, wait. I've, okay, I've seen the mulch. If I, I haven't been on a playground in like forever. Rightfully so. There's restraining orders all over town. There are. <laughs> but if I was going to like go on, slip onto one. Uh-huh. What is, so the slide, we still have slide. Uh, not, not a regular slide. So no slides where I remember we would climb up to a height that was yes. fairly scary. Yes. There was a jagged, mildly welded, but lots of like cuttable surfaces. Yep. The temperature of the sun, metal slide yep. where... There was no lip on either side, so you would either slide down and burn your butt or fall off the 20-foot sides of it and be harmed irreparably and break bones. <laughs> You're right. Lanyon Park was the side. I've seen more kids with like a compound fracture. That was the park I used to play at when I was a kid. People just fell off the damn That's equipment. what we did. Yes. But we learned how to fall or we learned how to get back and up. And you would hold your friend's bone back in while you walked him to their house. Thank you. <laughs> they don't, that doesn't happen anymore. Slides are plastic. Oh, so whoa. They're corkscrew. There's no... <gasps> wait, wait. So the corkscrew, instead of the long slides, Correct. you get some speed up? No speed. But you're right. The corkscrew slows you down. You're not yeah. going anywhere. You're not breaking any bones on a playground. That is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think all the playgrounds I've taken to my son. We have monkey bars, but it's way softer underneath. You're uh-huh. right. Yeah. Is there a seesaw? No. I know. They get, wait, oh. they still have those, those things on a big spring. You just kind of go back yeah, and forth. Yeah, you can't really get hurt yeah. on that, though. The seesaw, because you used to get, the guy would be on the up you in the air, them. and then you just get you off, jump off when you're on the and bottom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's or, what it was. Yes, no, that's what the whole point of a seesaw. But, but see, as, as kids, though, back then, we learned how to take pain. Correct. We learned how to... There's no pain anymore. Your playground is a place of softness. Wow! Like, and I'm not saying it's a. I, I don't know which swing? is better. I think it's good as a, as a current parent. I, I don't know. have to worry as much. Like we we don't haven't had to. But your kids don't have any broken bones, and it's kind of. Yeah. yeah, but neither. I mean, my clavicle. It's like that's they can't really pick up chicks with that. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, yeah. you ever seen a broken clavicle? <laughs> no, but like I'm just saying, what? there's something. There's a rite of pass. I know it's good. It's I know people are already texting. I, shut up! I don't want to. I'm not gonna be standing at your stupid park with a bat and going. <laughs> Wait for. I mean, I'm thinking about it. no. Like, kid, but I just feel like it was a book, thing. But they have electric school. They got all these crazy. Yeah, they get hurt on other things, but yeah. even then, we like, we, like I bought rollerblades for my daughter, but you know what you get with rollerblades? Wrist guards, knee guards, a helmet. Oh, like, yeah. We didn't have yeah, any yeah. of that. <laughs> like, I have roller skates, and you just. You just went out there and you came back with your wrist hanging off your body. Yes. And were like, tie it to your other wrist. Yes. <laughs> I had the I had the like knee and wrist guards and everything, and my my parents would make me wear it. But then I'd go play with my friends and take them off because I would uh, get made fun of. Yeah, there is that. They would make fun of you for safety stuff. Yeah, especially uh-huh. a helmet. Yeah, riding riding a bike with a helmet. It was like the dorkiest thing I could have done. My, like I, my son w- is exactly like you, <laughs> and he would leave my house with the helmet on and go somewhere else and immediately take it off and dirt it. 
but he had his phone with him, so I would just drive to where he was. Oh, no way. <laughs> That's awesome. With a spare helmet. <laughs> and force him to put it on. <laughs> well, I want you breaking bones. Yes. Your head. And then when his friends were like, well, we don't have helmets on, I would be like, first I would hit Noah in the head with the bat. He wouldn't be hurt because he had his helmet on. That's true. Then one at a time. <laughs> Light him up. Slacker and Steve. Uh, I got a story of a road rage incident that ends in cinder blocks. Wow. Yeah, feels like something you'd do. Can't wait to hear that. <laughs> I got a story where a thief, if you're a thief in Canada and you're trying to make your getaway, oh. make sure there's not a lot of ice laying yeah, around. Yeah, that's probably going <laughs> to hinder you. Yes. Slacker and Steve's stories of stupendous stupidity. Uh, uh, my story comes out of Canada. Come on! Yeah, apparently a man in Canada answered an ad for an iPhone 15 on Facebook Marketplace. Okay. They set up their meeting, and but it turned out to be a scam. The buyer yeah, they usually did, are on Facebook. No, I don't want to listen to On the Facebook place? Well, I don't want to do that. Okay, we don't want Zuckerberg <laughs> coming after. Facebook Marketplace is reputable as hell! Okay, that. Unless you're meeting in a dark alley in Canada. That. The buyer gave the guy 900 bucks and immediately realized the phone didn't work. He tried to get his money back, but the con man made a run for it with the cash. But he didn't get far. He slipped on some ice as he was trying to flee. The cash comically flew out of his hands. And that's when the victim ran over to collect his money. Look, free money! <laughs> Wait, was. this is my money. Yes. Okay. And then uh, the, 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 the guy, the scammer, took off a running. Oh, boy. It's unclear how much of the money the victim did get back. But, yes, yeah, so just be careful if you're going to be a thieving up there in Canada. Yeah. Make sure you bring some salt with you. Exactly right. Maybe salt down your path, your escape route. Because they won't follow you at Shoveling. all. Yes. Oh, you're right. They'd still be. Hmm. Yeah. We'll come up with a plan. My story comes out of Florida. We got a winner. Uh, we had a woman in a Publix parking lot Uh-oh. driving erratically, Uh-oh. and she crashed into a dude's car. Dang. Then she fled the scene. Way in the interview. He started to follow her while calling the police. Uh, she eventually hit a dead end, jumped out of the car. The dead end was where someone was doing building a retaining wall, so she picked up some of the bricks and began to hurl them what? at the man who was chasing her. Uh, let's see. She hit him in the chin, in the shin, uh, threw him everywhere. He was smart enough to grab two of the cinder blocks and put them under her front tires. Oh, hey. So then she's just yeah, going, going nowhere uh, fast. <laughs> He's bleeding profusely from the shin, Dang. but they were eventually able to catch up with her, Jeez. and she's got a plethora of charges. She's not smart. Apparently throwing bricks is even illegal in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> All right, well, those were all the stupid people we could find for today. Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.